0: What up, Cowboy Nation? This week five of the Lawn Chair Cowboys podcast. And of course, I am your host, Mitch. Um, this week, Daniel will be joining us back from what I assume was a foodborne illness brought on by <laughs> Nathan's attempt at cooking food because he thinks he's a chef or something. Um,. <laughs> But this week we are actually without Wayne. Um, he's not recording with us live um, as we record. He's um, he will we will get a chance to hear from him though. So more on that later. Um, but as most of you know, or uh, if you didn't know, you must be living under a rock. Uh, this week is a rough week to be a Cowboys fan, and not because we lost. Uh, actually got a win, you'd think we'd be all excited, but it came at a huge expense. Um, uh, our leader, our our franchise quarterback Dak is out for the rest of the season. Uh, after a compound fracture and a dislocated ankle, um, he's had surgery and will be recovering. Hopefully we get him back at the start of next year, but um, was a nasty, nasty injury and uh, just a, a rough day, a rough sight to see. Um, and as a Cowboys fan, you know, it's especially a Cowboys fan who really, really loves Dak as a person, as a human being, but also as a football player, you just can't help but feel you know, for him and feel the emotion that was happening in that, um, as that incident happened. And, uh, you know, we'll get into more of that a little bit, I think, but, um, it was rough. Yeah. Glad that, uh, you know, Andy Dalton was able to come in and, and, uh, you know, come in and spell Dak at the end of the game and, and lead us to victory shows promise. You know, it's, uh, it shows that it was a good thing that they made the decision to sign a veteran QB who's won a lot of games in the past. So, um, you know, it gives us a little bit of hope and promise that um, maybe, you know, after a week of, of practices being the man um, with the, you know, with the first team offense, maybe just maybe uh, Andy can come in and, and, we won't see too much of a of a decline from our offensive production so um, you know daniel you want to kind of mm. throw in your immediate thoughts before we go into recap of the game against the giants
1: i uh, i don't <laughs> it's been such a weird week um i get so invested in football and I've been so invested in Dak and Zeke since they came into the league that like it's pretty much all I've been like kind of thinking about and then I don't even I don't even know man like it's it's so tough to watch like you said the leader of the team he's not you know it he's not just a quarterback like he is our what should have been You said franchise quarterback. He should have been signed this offseason. Jerry Jones should have given him a contract. Like, it should have happened. And, like, not to jump ahead, but now I'm just, you know, my mind's kind of, like, going towards the future of not not the Cowboys in general, but Dak and what's going to happen next year um, whenever he's slated to come back. Um, and that's what's really been on my mind because if Jerry Jones screws around and yanks him around, and you know if he's if he's able to play football again and he's not with the Cowboys, I there I'm, I'm gonna have some serious issues with the Cowboys until Jerry Jones is gone. But that's my immediate thoughts on it. <laughs> like. I'm yeah. just all sorts of emotions. You know, like I we, we talked about this on Sunday. Wayne doesn't get it. And I'm kinda glad he's not on the podcast because we can emotionally bond because Wayne doesn't have emotion apparently. Um but <laughs> he, <doesn't.
0: laughs> um, he really doesn't.
1: But yeah, like I don't know, man. Like I've got a lot of stuff I want to say. I'm gonna save it for my segment, but whew, it's been a it's been a tough week for an emotional Cowboys fan, to say the least.
0: You know, and it, it's probably way too early to make a prediction, um, but all signs, I th- think, early indicators as far as what we've been hearing through um, press release and whatnot, that, you know, Stephen and Jerry are both saying they support DAC, um, that, and, and it seems like they are hinting that you know he—they're going to get something done. Yeah. I—I um, I, I believe they will. I—I I don't think he's going anywhere. Um. I think, I think if—if if anything, and we can—we can cover it more down the road. You know, in the off season and stuff. But I'd say, you know, I would predict. And um, after reading that article, I can't remember if it was. Oh, there's a dog.
2: Boof. Boof. Um, Boof.
0: <laughs> I can't remember which art, which uh, writer it was. I think maybe it was the article that Wayne shared off at ESPN, um, but I can't remember who wrote it. That uh, it was talking about the three different paths that the that the Dallas could take next year mm-hmm. with Dak, and I think the most likely one is is probably they're going to franchise them um, at the first moment's possibility, and then I think. They'll end up in between the time that they franchise them. I think it's in March, um, when, and then before the, the um, cut off is, uh, I believe, in mid July. I think July, like July fifteenth or something. Before then, they'll get a long term deal. I hope so, and and uh, I <clears> think <throat> the dog, the dog agrees. So. Yes, yeah, he
1: completely agrees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's cause... my hope, anyway, but. Um,
1: There's kids out. Okay, listen. It's 9.14 p.m. on a school night. There shouldn't be kids outside playing and making the dog go crazy. I'm just saying, if you have kids and outside this late, like, get a grip.
2: <laughs>
0: I agree. Get your kids in check. Get your kids in check. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah, so – that being said, let's roll into a quick recap of the Giants game. I will admit I did not go back and rewatch the highlights because of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Me neither. <laughs> I I think I watched. I did watch it one time um, Sunday evening, like after the game had been played, and you know I think it was on like when I was watching uh, uh, the Sunday night game. Um, I think I did see the one set of highlights, but I haven't watched any of it since because I just don't want to see that again. Um, not the game itself, but I don't want to see his injury. I don't want to relive it. Um, but going back to the game, it was definitely a roller coaster of a game as a fan of the Cowboys because um, New York started off pretty hot and it's one of those deals and we even joked about it because I think you said, you know, we can't start playing until we're down 14 points.
1: <laughs> yeah. and,
0: and that's literally what happened is, you know, we get down 14, nothing again. And, um, or no, it was 14 to three. Yeah. 14, we, we three. Yeah. yeah. We scored a field goal at the, at the beginning. Um, you know, drove down, kicked a field goal. It was a you know, three and a half minute drive or a little bit more than three and a half minute drive. So it looked good, but you know, ended in a field goal, and then, bam, touchdown, and then interception for a touchdown, um, and just like that, it's uh, fourteen to three, and then it got to the point where it was actually seventeen to three. So they were up um, by fourteen points, and then we decided to wake up. Um, at that point, we went on a fourteen-play, seven-minute drive. Spanning 75 yards and capped it off with our first touchdown of the game, which was the Zeke run up the middle um for one yard. So uh you know, drove it right down the field, shoved it down our throats, and score a touchdown. Um and then we got the sack fumble, strip fumble for um our long lost friend D law Mm -hmm. and scoop and score by Anthony Brown. Who's been out for a couple weeks with injury and comes back and, and makes a huge play um, quickly to come back and tie it up (laughs) at 17 seven. It was, that was that point. I think you and I and Wayne all felt it in our chat. We were just like, hell yes. It's about time starting to feel like we're, coming together and playing complimentary football. Our offense is just taking the, the, you know, freaking ball right down the field. Took seven minutes off the clock. And then our defense comes out and on the fourth play of the next drive, strip sack, fumble, um, return for a touchdown, just felt awesome. Things started clicking. Um, so we, we jumped out or, uh, jumped up and tied them 17 to 17. Um, then they got a field goal, and then we got another touchdown right before half um, to take the lead going into halftime. Couldn't have felt better about the game at that point.
1: I love less, that know. that touchdown, Wilson to, the, to Dak.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. The the what they the they call it the Philly special, but yep. man, that's just that I hate ever giving Philly any credit for coming up with anything. So it's just a
1: my only wish
0: end around, end around pass is what it is. Yeah.
1: My only wish is that in that moment we were playing Philly instead of the Giants, just so oh, we could yes. be like, "Suck it," but <laughs> yes,
0: that would have made it so much sweeter. Oh, but yeah. But then also, if it was Philly that did that, did what happened to Dak? I don't think I could ever. It would have just made the hatred even worse. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah. So, um, we go in a half with a four point lead, um, and then. New York goes on a 10-play drive um, coming out of half, and they get it only finished with a field goal. So our defense stood strong there, stopped them, and held them to a field goal. Um, After that, we come back down the field, uh, and this is when Dak gets hurt. And we still – get a field goal or a touchdown out of it. Andy Dalton comes in, makes one pass to um, C.D. Lamb. His very Mm -hmm. first play comes in and gets a first down.
1: Was that the pass Um, that that Lamb jumped up and got hit midair? Was that that same pass?
0: No. No. um, That was the one in the drive. (laughs) That was in the same drive, but that was – a couple plays prior to Dak getting hurt, it was a 22-yard pass from Dak mm. um, that he caught up in the area. It was crazy. That was just, so good. He's he such... caught three straight passes on that drive, I believe. And, yeah. And just, I mean, he he's a man among boys, like, when it comes to, like, he's not afraid to go in the middle. Mm-mm. He's not afraid to get hit. And he just, as soon as he took that hit, like, that, that was a hit that, like, you know you see a lot of guys especially receivers when they take a hit like that and they kind of like yeah they may jump up but they kind of like stagger or <laughs> yeah. they, but he just hops up and he like kind of does a shoulder shrug and he does his little like his little signature thing he's been doing and then gives a the little first down signal and just you see that swagger that confidence and that's what you want to see in a rookie oh yeah um, especially a rookie who's you know has has only you know, played in a few games, you know, and just to see that confidence in that, and that swagger about him, it just makes you feel good about his potential and him wearing a number 88 and just him looking like, and, and making plays like that, but also having that swagger like Mike Orvin has. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just takes you back to the nineties, man. Um, but yeah, that this is the drive where Dak gets hurt. Um, and uh, you know, this is in the third quarter, so, you know, it's five minutes to go in the third quarter and we lose our, you know, starting quarterback, our, our leader, the pulse of our team. Um, and if there is if any doubt whatsoever in somebody's mind of whether Dak is the pulse and the true leader of this team, that had to have been completely squashed Whenever you saw all of those players come out on the field from not only from the Cowboys, but from the other team, Uh Um, you know, the clapper was out there checking on him the whole time, never left his side after he got hurt. And the love that those players, the love that 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 fan base, it was I think it was louder when he was leaving the field on the cart the support from the fans uh, felt like it was louder and it may just have been an emotion of the moment for me, but it, it just felt like it was more, um, there was more support for Dak when, after he got hurt, cheering for him and, and emotional support for him than there was during the entire game. And, yeah. but you just see, and it cuts that I still remember it cut to that one, one guy. Um, and he was like, uh, holding up the four and he, he said, we love you deck. You could read it on his lips. And was like, you know, if anything tells you right there that this guy is the unquestioned, undoubted leader of this team, then if you still have that question in your mind, after all of that, then you're, you're just choosing not to pay attention. Yeah. You're choosing to ignore facts. Um, but anyway, that's my diatribe. <laughs> um, <laughs> We'll jump back into uh, finishing out the game. So we're up at 31 to 23 at that point. Um, we force uh, the Giants in, into a three and out, and then they force us into a three and out. Um, then they take a long drive down the field, nine plays, 66 yards um, for a field goal, um, to bring in it within five, 31-26. After that, um, we fumbled the ball. I believe that was the uh, Dalton exchange that he couldn't quite get cleanly. Yeah. Um, it was that, on the first play.
1: Now, if you're listening, that's not Dalton's fault. That's our center's fault. He snapped the ball, like, right up into his own ball sack. Like, it it was just a bad yeah. snap.
0: It was a bad snap. Sorry. And, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm glad you chimed in on that, too, because I had forgotten that part But mm. Yeah. So, obviously, short field, um, 17 yards um, on our own 17-yard line. We give them the ball. It's been a story of the season, given the defense a short field to play on. Um, and they capitalized with a touchdown to go up 34-31. Um, at that point, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, um, that was four touchdowns, right? Or was it only three touchdowns that they had?
0: For New York, they had one. They only had two touchdowns. Well, that Um, one
1: defensive touchdown, yeah. So the rest of yeah,
0: and one defensive touchdown. Darn, I
1: was going to say my bold prediction was right, but kudos to our defense. I'm going to start picking against the Cowboys every week if 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 they're not (laughs) going if they're not going to come true or if they're going if they're not going to not going to happen. So
0: (laughs) yeah, absolutely. So then. they scored that touchdown to go up by three, 34-31. And uh, we get the ball and – let's see here. So we get a full uh, – yeah, it was a, a touchback on the kickoff. So we have a full 75 yards to go. Um, this drive takes uh, – we had the, got the ball with eight minutes and 46 minutes. Um, Eight minutes, forty-six seconds to go, and we took a six, almost seven-minute drive down the field. Thought that we were going to cap it off with a touchdown and close the whole game out, but they they finally bowed up and stopped us. Um, only made it fifty-three yards and um, ended up kicking a field goal to tie it. At that point, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to no overtime because there's really not much time left. Um, you know, they get the ball with two minutes to go and we hold them to, uh, not a three and out, but five plays. And then they punt and we get the ball back with 52 seconds to go. And what does Andy Dalton do, but lead us down the field to get a field goal to win the game, a game winning drive on his first start or first game playing in the Cowboys, Stadium as the Cowboys QB after QB1 goes down. Andy Dalton, that's the that is what we get for getting a veteran backup QB. Um, he drives it right down the field, gets us within field goal range. Zerline kicks a 34, 34 yarder to win the game as the clock expires. Um, we all said it, I think after the game, but that, that win just felt like the entire team did that for Dak and, um, you know, we're everything in this podcast is, is, is Mm going to have some kind of a shadow or some kind of a, um, of a, a, homage back to Dak because of what happened. But, um, you can't, you can't say it enough, man. I mean, he's, he's just the pulse of this team. Mm-hmm. And uh, you felt it even after he left. You felt his presence on the field, and it led us to a victory. So,
1: yeah, and you could tell, like, dude Zeke, after Dak went down, Zeke was just running so hard, like oh, yeah. that that last t- that touchdown he had at, on that drive, like, mm-hmm. he well, just, yeah, that was right like, after he got hurt, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he just barreled through players. I think I don't know if it was last week or if it was. Um, the week before the last time that you were on with us, um, if it, I can't remember which week it was, but I was talking about how how Zeke used to run mm-hmm. um, as a rookie, just always finishing, diving forward, always you know, always seemed to have two arms around the ball, always just mowing through guys, never getting tackled by the first guy. Um, it seemed like that that Zeke came back after Dak got hurt. And honestly, I feel like that's probably where we're heading in the future um, as the season progresses now with Andy. Um, I don't know that they're going to admit this, but I think the coaching staff knows that they're going to have to run the ball more. Um, I think they're going to try to act like they are going to keep the offense exactly the same. but. If we're being realistic, we know that that things are going to have to change a little bit. And, we're, and if we're being realistic, we've been wanting wanting them to run the ball more anyway. Um, so this kind of gives us a little bit more of a uh, uh, you know an onus to go that direction and, and puts put more emphasis on the need for us to run the ball a little bit more. Um,
1: but the nice the nice thing about it is that like you you were saying that you know Andy Dalton's a veteran. He's not a rookie backup. Like It's not Cooper Rush coming in, which would have been last year. Um, So the threat of the passing game is still going to be there. So defenses, you know, there's still, you know, with the weapons we have at wide receiver and having a veteran like Andy Dalton that can throw the ball um, and having Zeke, I mean, defenses are still going to have to play the pass It's all you know, regardless of how we're running our offense now. So having a veteran in there is going to be nice, and watching him do those passes to Gallup, like fucking, yeah. That last rainbow pass to Gallup, man, like (laughs) he did have to come, like, like it wasn't a perfect pass. Gallup had to lean back into it to catch it a little bit, but the fact, you know, that's a that's a we've got, dude, we've got three number one wide receivers. Like, no. it, don't, don't come at me with your BS if you're listening. Like, all oh, C.D. Lamb's a rookie. He can't be a number one right, wide receiver. It's like, I'm pretty sure he's leading all rookies in yards right now. Like, he's I balling out. It.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. He's, And that's the thing is, you know, um, we have guys that, you know, it used to be back in the day when we had Dez and Terrence Williams and and, you know, some of these guys that were great receivers and spurts, obviously Dez is an all-time great, but, um, you know, we never really had true, like, number two guys. Mm-hmm. And and you saw that whenever Dez would get hurt and Williams was forced to be the number one. And it was like he wasn't even – it didn't even exist. Yeah. You know, but like it, it was like he just disappeared. But this defense – or this offense, I have no fear if we lose Cooper that we, you know, aren't going to have – I mean, freaking Wilson oh, is doing
2: yeah.
0: – <laughs> I mean, he's showing up. And and then obviously, you know, we, you got C.D. Lamb along with um, – God, well, I'm going to draw on a blank now um, – Gallup. And then, you know, Schultz is still catching passes. Hollard comes in and catches passes. Blake Bell's starting to to show up in the passing game, and then can't ignore Zeke too. Zeke is a great catcher of the ball too. So uh, it's just it, it's you have a plethora of weapons. Um, My biggest concern is protecting Dalton in the pocket, um, giving him time to pass. Because we are a piecemeal offensive line right now. We're not getting Tyron Smith back this season. Um uh, Lao Collins is going to be out for a few more weeks at least. Maybe for the is he? did they rule him out for the season?
1: Collins. I'm pretty yeah. sure that that he's gonna be out for the season. I'm pretty sure that I don't that's know what if they I saw.
0: Definitively but. ruled that yet? I can't remember, but I mean, regardless, a lot of pieces are missing on this line. And, um, you know, Andy Dalton's best years were when he had the best or among the top offensive lines in the league. Uh, and he struggled when he had average or, you know, pieced together offensive lines. So my hope is that this, this line can forge, you know, a bond, um, especially knowing, you know, who they're playing for and Dak and, and you know, can, can bow up and man up and protect Andy going forward um, because we're going to need him to be able to pass the ball for sure because we got to take some pressure off of, off of Zeke and keep the defenses honest. Uh, and we have a quarterback who can do that. Um, it's just a matter of keeping him upright. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, yeah. he finished the game nine for 11 for 111 yards. Um, so, you know, he's efficient, only two incomplete passes the one fumble did hurt a little bit but that wasn't all on him at all it was uh, just as much the center's fault so you can't really blame him uh, but yeah it was it's concerning but also exciting because i know that we have the the ability to fill in on uh, Dak with a with a veteran so
1: yeah and um Lyle collins is out for the season okay for sure thank you so you. <clears throat> Yeah, as of, so, yeah, a couple of weeks ago they were still uh, throwing around the possibility of a return, but as of last week, um, they're saying that he'll miss the rest of the season after his hip surgery. So.
0: So he's having hip surgery, and and Tyron Smith is having neck surgery, and we're losing them both. Yep. Our book bookend tackles, but we'll make things work. I think. Um, so that pretty much covers the recap of the Giants game. Um, instead of a rant of the week, Daniel has asked to kind of talk about um, not not necessarily ranting, but to talk about some of his feelings about football and why he is so passionate and uh, gets so emotional uh, about the game. So Daniel, go ahead for... Uh,
1: or take it away. Okay. So for anybody listening that knows me, I am an emotional guy and I'm not afraid to admit it. And I think that anybody, any guy who is dogged on for crying or being an emotional guy, um, I feel for you because it's happened to me. Um, if, if you're one of those people that does that, stop because men have emotions. We're not perfect. We're not, We're you know, we're not supposed to be this strong person that doesn't cry, doesn't have emotions or anything. Like that's just who we are. We're human. We all do it. If somebody says they never, never cry, then they're a liar.
0: Yeah. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge crier. I cry mm. like almost any movie I watch. I cry. <laughs> I'm there with you, man. <laughs>
1: um, so basically this is, um, I had a lot of people like, in oh my gosh, like I, there were so many people online after dak went down um that like i just don't i don't understand how people can be like heartless just for the fact that the guy his career's in jeopardy from this injury let alone you know like the f- f- cowboys fans blows my mind that people some of the stuff that people were saying um and i got into like a little bit of a heated heated thing with uh, my fantasy group um after the injury um, once I, I've apologized for what I said, but hear me out if you're listening. So, okay. In 2016, um, I was engaged for four years in 2016 in January, uh, of 2016, I split up with my fiance. We split up after four years and that same month I closed my business, um, that I had ran for two years. It was the Main Street Cafe in Clarksburg. It was a music venue. I was very passionate about it. Loved the place. It, at that point in my life, like, obviously, I'm a Cowboys fan. I've been watching Cowboys football for a long time. Um, that year was probably the hardest year of my life, I would say. Um like, not only did, like, as I was living with my fiance, so I had to move. Um, so I was living in a new place. I was living with my brother um, in his basement. Um, it was just, it was a tough year. I was drinking a lot. I was depressed. You know, it's like I lost my business. I lost my fiance. I felt like everything was just kind of falling apart. And once football season hit, like, it like watching watching ramo go down in the preseason of 2016 um it sucked and watching dak come in with zeke and watching what we did that year it's like nothing in my life felt like constant like it felt like anything would just go at any given point that was like the mindset that i was in um like, nothing was permanent. But the one thing that I could always rely on to be there was football. So that's whenever I got really invested with football. Like, not only, like, I mean, with just football in general, but the Cowboys. Like, that's whenever I I liked the Cowboys beforehand. That's whenever I fell in love with the Cowboys. It was my constant every year every year. Um, and even like earlier this year, I forget who I said it to. I think it was my dad. I was talking to him. I was like, I don't care. Like, you know, this pandemic and if it wipes everybody out, I just want one more football season. Like after that, I just want one more season. Now I want another season because Dak went down cause I want to watch him play more. But, um, but like to me, like if football is that constant in my life that I can, it's my go-to every year and through the off season, I'm listening to podcasts and I'm, you know, I don't pay attention to college football. Um, but like I watch the draft and like, it gets me hyped. And then, you know, this season was a lot harder because you didn't have like your typical off season schedule with, you know, rookie mini camps and stuff like that going on to kind of keep up to date with everything. Um, so it was a, tough year this year too, but like whenever I get emotional, like I like I didn't cry whenever Dak went down, but it was so close because I've watched him for four years. Like he's my he's my quarterback. Like it I love the Cowboys. I love Dak Prescott. I love this team. And Whenever something like that happens and the first reaction from people is to come at me with like a joke and I get that they're trying to make a joke, it goes right through me. And I blew up on some people um, because of it. But I feel like they need to understand where I'm coming from because I got the whole, it's just a sport. It's fine. It's just football. Don't get so emotional. Um, and I get that from that point of view, but they don't understand what football means to me. Like, um, a couple years ago during the summer, um, I got, I was engaged again. Um, and she just left me like one random day. And a couple weeks later, I was still kind of like going through that whole process of, you know, what the hell just happened. And for my birthday, my brothers got me a Sean Lee signed Jersey and I just broke down. Like, football means like it. They 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 know how much it means to me, and you know. So I don't have a rant, other than all you stupid Cowboys fans out there. Glad that Dalton's in. Like, <laughs> go pass Well, the
0: I'll I'll tell you right now, and I and I wasn't joking. Um, in in the group chat, I I did cry. Uh, it was not when he first got hurt, but it was after, um, after they showed him getting on the cart mm-hmm. and you saw his emotion and you saw how upset and sad he was like that, that got me, um, it cut me to the core. Like it just made me so emotional because I knew like he, it was, it was, I've always loved Dak. I always have. Um, I may, you know, gripe about the contract stuff from time to time, but that doesn't mean that I don't like the guy, and I don't think that I, you know I want him to be our quarterback. Um, but I got you know, without a doubt, when you saw his face and you saw him and upset, it, he wasn't crying because he was hurt. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't <clears throat> tears of uh, and pain he was crying because you could tell that he felt he was letting his team down Mm -hmm. um, because he was hurt and that he was letting his, his family down, his friends down, his, his fans. There was a lot of just that raw emotion that you could just see on his face. And, um, you know, I couldn't help but feel that. And, you know, I had my, I was actually sitting in here in the living room. I was on the couch and had Adeline, my oldest daughter, she's, she's a uh, four and a half and she was, uh, she was kind of s- snuggled up with me when it happened and she actually watched it that actually happened. Hmm. Um, thankfully I like covered her eyes at one point, but she didn't understand, yeah. um, you know, why he was on the ground. She didn't understand why I was upset. Like, cause you know, when it happened, I was, I was upset. I was sad. You know, I was like, Oh no, this sucks, man she's like why what what's wrong what's wrong daddy what's wrong and and then when it showed his face after all the you know they got him on the on the um, the cart to get him off the field and and then that's when the water work started and I couldn't control it and and yeah you know, and then she's asking me hey, why what's wrong why are you crying why are you sniffling <laughs> I'm like ah oh, it's just hard to explain baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to a four year old she's never gonna understand that but yeah um you know, it's was, it was just an emotional, hard moment to watch mm-hmm. whenever anyone, I mean, it's, it's not easy to watch when anyone gets hurt, let alone whenever it's one of your favorite players on your absolute favorite team. It's just not easy. So, yeah, I agree with you, man. And, and Wayne, the heartless one, yeah, it's probably like <laughs> you said, maybe good that he's not on here because he he doesn't understand the emotions, but. Yeah, um, I think
1: like whenever, yeah, like, like, I don't know if it was you, you said it or if I said it first, but I'll like one of us said, like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna cry, like, in our chat. And he was like, come on, guys. We might have both said it. And we're, I think he thought that maybe we were joking around a little bit. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, we're both like, you know you cried like i legit like
0: yeah like I no, had to it was hold that it, in. it was that meme that i sent it was the meme that had it showed dak oh my um, god don't know and then it had it had the um simba, um, simba yeah like, come on, like saying up. dak come on get up like two moments in my freaking life talking about lion yeah. king when when you know when mufasa dies and that was like I remember that being like the first time I think I ever cried watching a movie mm-hmm. as a little kid <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, you know, combining that with my favorite player on my favorite team getting hurt. <laughs> you yeah. know, it was just, I was serious when I said when I shared it, I think I shared it and I had, had the little, uh, crying emoji or the tear <laughs> yeah. emoji. And then you said, Oh dude, I might cry. And then Wayne's like, come on guys, man yeah, up, yeah. or something like
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Wayne, but, don't, don't dog on yeah. me. Like, the first time I meet him in person, I'm just gonna make myself cry, just to just just to see, <laughs> just to see how he feels. I'm like, see, this is what you did to me. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we can, let's let's move. I, I've been trying. I've been trying so hard to get past this. Like, I know it's gonna take a while, and like, I'm glad that you went over the game because after that happened, like, you going over the game made me remember little things like the fumble, uh, the CD Lamb catch. Um, that Mm -hmm. happened before that, but like, it's like after something like that happens, like I was just in a haze, dude. Like I just sat there with my legs crossed on the bed. Just like, I don't, I don't know if I watched the game or if I was just kind of like staring off at the TV screen and just not really like, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't remember
0: a lot of it, but yeah, uh, I mean, when I recounted, I was sort of remembering some of it, but Mm -hmm. yeah, like even, even that long past the gallop down the sideline, like I, I, I remember in the moment. I remember watching it, and I just remember thinking, like, I didn't really care if he caught it. I didn't really care if he, you know, when he let that pass go, I'm just thinking, like, in my head, like, yeah, you know, it's a a rainbow, you know, pass down the field. Yeah, good luck, whatever, if he catches it. Didn't really care, honestly. I was so Mm -hmm. upset at that point. But when he caught it, I do remember getting excited. And then when he kicked the field goal and we won the game, I, I remember getting pumped. But then it was just like, as soon as the game was over, it was just like, shit we still don't have dac <laughs> yeah you know and it was it just like you said it just kind of um put a haze over the game and um over the rest of that day i just you know didn't really care about the rest of the day yeah to be honest uh,
2: Yeah, yeah so
0: looking back at it now though it's good to review it and and now looking forward like i'm looking at the the um gamecast page on the espn for the um cardinals game Mm -hmm. and you know i'm getting pumped seeing you know and talk and and planning for the next game so um, we can look ahead now to taking on our next of the bird gauntlet the cardinals um right now um i checked earlier today and we were a two and a half point favorite according to the ESPN page. And now it's down to two point or not. We we're two and a half or two and a half point dog. And now it's down to two points. So um, Arizona is favored by two. Um, and according to the matchup predictor, Arizona has a 54.3% chance to win. And we have a 45.4% chance to win um, with a small percentage chance of a tie.
1: <laughs> so I hate that they have to put that in there because to me oh, a football game needs to be played out until somebody fucking wins. <laughs> oh, I my agree. Friend.
0: There shouldn't there should never be a tie in football. It's I agree. the most aggravating thing in in the world to me. Um, as far as sports goes. Mm. Um, but yeah. So Kyler Murray, you know, he's he's had a pretty good season so far. Um, he's got just shy of 1,299 yards passing right now eight touchdowns but six interceptions so he's turning the ball over a decent amount um could be something to look forward to this weekend a, a chance for our defense to make a few turnovers or create a few turnovers um Kenyon drake drake is leading their team and rushing with 314 yards on a season but only two touchdowns um zeke is leading us obviously with 364 yards rushing and five touchdowns so um, he's averaging one touchdown per game right now. Hopefully he can find there a little bit more this week. Yeah. Um, and then as far as uh, receivers, nobody's surprised to know that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is leading is leading Arizona um, 45 receptions Dude, and 528 yards, two touchdowns. It's like literally like he's almost averaging 10, y- 10, 10 catches a game, like, Oh yeah, that's nine, nine catches a game.
1: That's yeah, wild because
0: they played five games, forty-five yep. catches. That's nine. That's ridiculous.
1: Yep, and a hundred yards ridiculous. a game.
0: Ridiculous. Yep.
1: Yeah. So he's averaging so nine catches a game at a a little bit over ten yards a catch. That's just wild. He's so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it, it's no wonder. <laughs> Why well, the Texans fired, fired Bill O'Brien. <laughs> right. After you get rid of a guy who is, I mean, it, 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 it can literally be argued that he is the best receiver in football. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really good ones, but man, he's just, <laughs> he's ridiculous. You know, I joked about, and and you guys still bring it up about Julio's and <laughs> he me never dropped there. the pass ever never bro. dropped the pass but like <laughs> maybe DeAndre has never dropped a pass
1: dude i've seen him i remember that, that one catch that they always show um during one of the NFL commercials where he jumps up and catches it like between his legs like he's like falling backwards oh and God. dude yeah. it's like he's so talented
0: he uh, he really is but yeah so um DeAndre's leading their team obviously no surprise there um But uh, C.D. Lamb is leading us right now with 29 catches um, for 433 yards and two touchdowns. So, um, you know, C.D.'s leading our team. So he's clearly – I think it goes without saying that he'd be leading the the NFL as far as rookies go in uh, receiving yards right now. So um, we're looking over the injury report, and you mentioned it earlier, but Chandler Jones, I believe, might be out for the season. I know Mm -hmm. he's definitely going to be out for this game. Um, and they have a few other, uh, defensive, uh, players who are right now listed as questionable. Um, so, and that's really all on their injury report. Um, we have, of course, Tristan Hill's now going to be out. I believe he's going to miss the rest of the season with a torn ACL. Yes. Um, and, and Dak is out. Of course, we've already talked extensively about the offensive line issues, um, and who we'll have missing there. And then, um, but right now, those are the only two listed on the injury report for this week, um, because the others have already been put on IR, I believe. So um,
1: we have the most. being said, we have the most players on IR. We have thir-
0: oh, I have zero doubt.
1: We have thirteen have, players on IR right now.
0: So I don't. Th- this is something I meant to look up this week. I've just had such a hectic week that I forgot to look it up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Does. Do people on IR count against your um, roster spots, your 53 main roster
1: spots? I don't think so this year. Now, I could be wrong on that. That's something that we would have to look up.
0: Well, okay. Um, wrong. No, that's the wrong question. It, I know it doesn't. I don't think it does. I'm, I'm 99% certain it doesn't. Um, actually, how I meant to phrase that is, do, do, do they count against... Um, Salary cap. I assume that their salary would still have to count against the salary cap, correct?
1: I mean, I'm assuming, yeah.
0: So, like, Um, we could basically we couldn't go over the salary cap still if we had to sign somebody, even if we had you know ten players injured. You know, Uh, uh, I'm wondering like what our what our leeway is here to be able to sign players and and you know replace the ones that were out for the rest of the season. Yeah. We're, like we're out Two starting tackles or starting quarterback, a uh, starting defensive tackle. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're yeah, thin getting pretty thin here.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I would, I would assume that if, if it doesn't go against the cap, it would probably have to be on IR for COVID, but, um, I'm not sure. Give me a second. I'll try to find it. Um, if you want to continue on, um, yeah. but Let me, um, let me see if I, can, if I can find it.
0: So really, that's um, I don't have a ton of other stuff. I was just going to go over a little bit of the, the team stats. Um, right now, we're averaging 32.6 points a game. They're averaging 25.6 a game. Um, and we're allowing 36 a game. Their defense has actually been um, surprisingly pretty decent this year, is only allowing 20.4 points per game. Um, we're averaging a little over 500 yards a game. They're averaging just over 400 yards a game, and um, we're allowing 413 yards a game. They're allowing 368 yards a game. Um, so the tail of the tape, other than um, the, on the defensive side, you know, falls on our side pretty pretty. F- Pretty well, um, or you know, pretty dominantly. Um, the big thing is, can our defense stand up? Can our defense continue to improve? Um, and I think I think we saw, and what we talked about last week or this weekend in our chat, you know, a lot of that, a lot of the points that the Giants put up this weekend is not on the defense. Um, you know, obviously they had a pick six, um, or it wasn't a pick six, was it? I can't remember. But they, they had a defensive touchdown. They had um
1: Wait, who us? Go.
0: No, uh the Giants.
1: The Gi- yeah, it was they a, had a six.
0: fumble a fumble return for a touchdown.
1: Well, yeah, well yeah, we had No.
0: A no, hang on. Let's see here.
1: We we had the fumble return for a touchdown. They had the pick six. They
0: had to pick six, yeah. yeah there it yeah. is. Yep. Yeah, so, I remember
1: that vividly, unfortunately.
0: Tyler Fackrell. Never even heard of that dude. Yeah. He's the either. one who returned it to pick six. Um, so yeah. Th- that's seven points right there. And then the the fumble Andy Dalton had in um the fourth quarter that led to their touchdown. Um you know, seven uh, on our own seventeen yard line. You can't really put that on the defense. That's like an impossible situation. So there's two touchdowns right there, fourteen points that you can take off of the defense's shoulders. That's that puts them only given up 20 and that might be um, being kind of conservative. So, Um, but yeah, I think our defense is starting to do some work. I think we're starting to get um, a little bit stronger in places that we have been pretty weak in the past. Still kind of concerned about our run defense. We're not great against the run. I think that comes at a good time right now with um, a, a, an offense that's not super strong with the run, although they do have a, a quarterback who can scramble. Um, Kenyon Drake is not exactly someone who's instilling fear in people. Um, he's had a couple good games, but nothing too crazy. Um, they do have a couple other running backs that are, uh, you know, decent and and have, have played well so far. Um, pull up their stats real quick uh they have um and drake kyler murray's their second leading rusher and chase edmonds of course um he's shown spurts in, in the past he's averaging five yards a carry um but has not had a whole lot of playing time yet so what were you gonna
1: say oh um the only thing i could find on the salary cap um and ir is the same as every year um Basically, once the season has started, all players, whether on the 53-man roster, IR, PUP, or the practice squad, count against the team salary cap. There's nothing that I can find um, that is, like, saying anything about the 2020 season at all. So, it's just, everything's just taking me back to, like, last year's stuff.
0: Right. Um, Well, I guess it's a good thing, then, that um, we have... A little bit of cap space, yeah. So we have some work that we or some some leeway that we can use there.
1: Yeah, and you were talking um, you were talking our defense. I just want to say, like, I am so proud of Jalen Smith. He balled out this past week. Fourteen total oh, yeah. tackles, seven solo, seven assisted, uh, half a sack. Like he did, he he did really well. I'm I'm glad because like he was getting a lot of flack from like sportscasters and stuff about how he hasn't been playing up to his potential and all this stuff. And it was nice to see him because I love, I, I love Jalen Smith, my brother, Nathan. Uh, we talk about him all the time. Like Nathan wishes that the bills would have drafted him. Um, and he's mad that ca- the Cowboys have him. <laughs> um,
0: I was so happy when we got him.
1: Dude. I, um, I love Jalen Smith.
0: That was like probably the deal of that draft. Honestly, like as far as, um, uh, players that we got is just you just couldn't <laughs> yeah he's he's just he's an exceptional talent yeah. okay so I,
1: um, I i just opened up my instagram and the first thing that popped up was um leighton Vanderesh posted a picture of himself in full gear on the practice field with the caption 2020 second act coming soon so is he playing on sunday or monday sorry
0: God, I hope. Uh, I mean, we were talking about it last week that we didn't yeah. really want him to come back because, because it was it was kind of a chance that he was going to play, and then they ruled him out at last minute. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised. Um, you know, we were we discussed it, and I think I, you know, I think we all kind of agree. He's the kind of player who is such an impactful player mm-hmm. that um, I don't want him, especially. In this game um, being a non-division game last week, we were like, yeah, it's just the, it's just the giants. I'm not, I'm not afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this week it's a non-division game, so it's not going to matter that much as far as our playoff um, potential goes. So I almost don't want him to rush back because I want him to be absolutely 100% healthy and not risk re-injury um, in order to you know, el- elongate his career, so to speak, because he's he's that kind of player who can make um, such a great difference on this team, and mm-hmm. I want him to be healthy and play at a, at one hundred percent. Yeah, um, especially you know with with our past and and our um, struggles with keeping Sean Lee healthy, um, it sucks to have one. <laughs> of the that three-headed monster, Sean Lee, LVE and Jalen Smith just it's like they've rarely been on the field together. Yeah. But when when if they could just get healthy and all be on the field together God, Other. our defense. Our front seven will be the best front seven in the league. Yeah. Um without a doubt. But our back four is to be <laughs> leaves a lot to be desired, but So yeah, um that being said, let's roll into our predictions for, for Monday. Um, right now, like I said before we are, fa- or they are favored by two points. Um, and the, I, I believe you'll hear here shortly. Um, when Wayne did, uh, Wayne and Daniel did record Wayne's segment and he'll go, he'll cover the spread and the line and all the betting and stuff and, uh, his DFS pick of the week. But, um, uh, you know, the, the line or the over under is 40 or 54 and a half. If I could speak, it'd <laughs> be great. Um, but 54 and a half is the over under. Um, so, you know, looking at a fairly high scoring game here, um, but I'm going to predict jump right in. Um, my score prediction is Dallas 29 Arizona 24. <clears throat> and my bold prediction is that Greg the Leg Zerline will kick five field goals. Jeez, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think our offense will only score two touchdowns, so 14, and then he'll get the other 15 himself, um, to make it 29 24. Um, I just feel like this is one of those, like, you know, Andy Dalton's first game starting, um, you know, we might get some drives together, but not be able to finish them. Um, you know, just one of those deals where it's it's going to be, it's going to, pun intended, it's it's going to fall on the leg of of Greg the leg. Let <laughs> the, the, old, old Legatron over there to, um, you know, to carry this team to victory, so um, that's my my pick of the week. Twenty nine, twenty four, Dallas with Greg the Leg kicking five field goals is my bold prediction. Uh, Daniel, what do you got?
1: I don't know. Like I said earlier, I don't know if it was during the podcast or before, or if it whenever I was, I think it was whenever I was talking with Wayne. Um, whenever. We did his little segment, but I honestly haven't given any stinking thought to this upcoming game because my mind is still like just I just can't get over what happened Sunday. Um, so I'm just gonna rattle off a random score here. Let's see. Arizona's pretty good on offense. A little beat up on defense. I think Andy Dalton's gonna come out and put up 37 points. I think he's gonna do it. Uh, oh. I think we're gonna beat them thirty-seven to thirty-four. Um, yeah, I I, I, I don't, I don't think we're gonna miss a stride on offense. Like, that was the
0: exact score of this past week.
1: Was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me change <laughs> what, it up. That's and, what we beat in the Giants. 37-34. <laughs> My brain's on Sunday. I'm telling you, man. Okay. Um, let's do thirty. Okay, thirty-seven to thirty-one there. We'll change up a little bit. But yeah, we're gonna we're we're still gonna put up points. Like
0: thirty-seven thirty-one? Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Okay, what's your bold prediction?
1: My bold prediction is that if we score more touchdowns than the Cardinals, we will win this game.
0: Wait, what? <laughs> you you broke up You broke up there at the end, so I didn't hear it. I heard if we score more touchdowns than the Cardinals.
1: (laughs) If we score more touchdowns than the Cardinals, we will win this game. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I'm just fucking with you. I'm not Uh,
0: putting that down because that's not (laughs) really a bold prediction.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm just being an ass. Um, (laughs) My bold prediction is that the Dallas Cowboys offense will not turn the ball over once. Which I do not
0: turn the ball over.
1: Yeah, which I don't think has happened since week one.
0: Yeah, I don't think it has either.
1: Yeah, we've turned the ball over a lot. Um, but, yeah. yeah, we won't turn the ball over at all. Okay. And that is why we will win.
0: I like it. Yeah. So I don't have uh, Wayne's um, offhand, uh, like we mentioned before. He did record his segment. I asked him to record his predictions, his bold prediction, score predictions, his bold prediction, and then go into his segment on his daily fantasy sports and his um, um, betting and the lines and all that information. So um, at this point, we'll let him take that part over, and then we'll be back after he's done.
2: All right, so let's get started. Um, For Monday night game... Dallas Cowboys versus the Arizona Cardinals. You're looking at a line that has the Cardinals favored by two and a half points and the over under the total for the game will be 55. So based on that, I will say that I believe that Because I believe that Dallas will win, I'm just going to say that I think you're fairly safe on uh, taking the two and a half points there. I think that um, us being at home usually is worth three or four points. So they're almost saying that uh, the Cardinals are worth near a touchdown uh, favorite, which I think a lot of that's driven on Dak being hurt and unknown of Dalton. Um, But I will say maybe it was just Luck of a last two-minute um, drive, two-minute warning drive uh, type deal that he pushes down the field, but he was like, I have to look back. He was like nine for eleven for 111 yards or something like that. So he was pretty efficient when he was passing. Also, think you're going to see a lot of uh, Zeke in this game. So they're saying that there's a, a very, very strong trend to the under on pretty much every scenario for the Cardinals coming to this game Um, and work hard on the over this season in the Rams game. So I'm actually going to switch it up and say that the Cardinals are due to give up some points and they've kind of been struggling the last few weeks. I know that they beat the Jets uh, by a decent margin this last week, but you know, they are the Jets. Um, So right there, I'll just go straight into my – score predictions, I believe you're looking at somewhere around a 34 to, uh, I'll just go 30, 34 to 30 game, I believe, that you're going to see Dallas win. And I also think my, let's see what we call that, my bold prediction, I am going to say that, Dallas. I can't do that one. I don't think. I think I already used one of those. Um, Now we got Dalton in there. Uh, I'll I'll do one for him. I think you're going to see Dalton throw for 250 yards and two touchdowns. And Zeke is going to get at least two touchdowns. And – Since it's part of my segment, I will also go ahead and go into who I like on DraftKings this week. I do like Zeke, but he is $8,100. So I'm guessing if you're playing a Monday night game, usually you're playing a two game slate. Uh, Not many people want to play the slate that includes Monday night. So. I assume if you're um, on the Monday night slate, you are probably, I think they do Monday and Thursday games. But I believe that, um, I don't know if he's worth the price, but uh, you could probably go with Zeke and then just Kyle. I do like our game and I think that Kyler is going to push us a little bit. I think you could go with Zeke, and then you could pay down on Andy Dalton. He is uh, pretty cheap this week, um, as most backups are when they step into the saddle. He's like 5,800. And I do know when you go over to the wide receiver, um, and you already saw that uh, they like getting together on some passes, uh, Gallup is super cheap again. He's down at 5,000. Uh, C.D. Lamb's trending up to 6,300 and Cooper has fallen back a little bit at 6,800. He hasn't shown enough to me uh, to be utilized at 6,800. I think Gallup at 5,000 paired with Andy Dalton and then probably throw in Zeke. If you're doing a Monday night, you're probably doing just Monday night or Monday and Thursday. So I think that would be a nice little stack, and I would definitely try to run it back with – uh if you get D hop in there, because I honestly don't know that we have anyone on defense that can keep up with him. I don't think many defenses do. Um, Outside of that, I think, um, I don't think uh, we talked about me adding anything extra into it, but to end it, I like to say that uh, I think we'll see a lot uh, about this team on how they play with Andy Dalton this week. We're playing a, a good team in Arizona, um, so I think we're you know what four or five games in five games in the season. I think you'll be able to tell that uh, we're getting our stuff together, even if we're not healthy. I know that we're down to a uh, backup offensive line, which is you know not helpful for Dalton, but I think that um, at worst. In my mind, I'm always positive. At worst, you're looking at uh, Andy Dalton getting used to how how this offensive line will protect him, where he needs to shift to, and then it'll all be about him, you know, rallying with his receivers. But I do think they'll lean heavily on Zeke, and um, if they don't, then I'll be more disappointed with our play calling than anything. But uh, that'll be all
0: I got. All right, so um, this is the segment that we like to throw it back a little bit and go um, review our old, t- our all-time Dallas Cowboys teams. Um, so in the past uh, episodes, we've done quarterback, running back, um, wide receiver, and tight end. Um, we did two wide receivers and then um, one, one tight end. Uh, we skipped fullback because. Um, Basically, it's Daryl Moose Johnson. Everybody's going to pick Daryl Moose
1: Johnson. What about Olawale? Come on, man. I'm just messing with you. He's the Moose. <laughs> I, I'm messing with you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the only thing, the only, the only reason that I like Jameez Olawale is because in Madden, I used to pound down people's throats with him. <laughs> like, goal <laughs> line back right there, dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was great. So, that um, talking about the Moose and thinking about him, so, is there any football team... NFL team who's had more players become announcers than the Cowboys? Ooh. Because you got Aikman, Moose, and Romo yeah. all are announcers. Yep. I can't think of any other team that I, has more
1: than one. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't think of anybody that has more than one.
0: It's just one thing to think of. Huh. We got some oh. great talent all across the board.
1: Who do you think? Okay, it's a, I'm going to throw throw this uh, to the announcer thingy real quick. Who do you think Drew Brees is going to be announcing for after he retires? Because you know he's going to do it, like CBS, Fox, ESPN.
0: Oh, I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I was like they don't they don't just do teams. No, no, I know, um, I know that. <laughs> you know, I don't know because um, honestly, like, I feel like I don't hear from him enough like i honestly anticipated peyton doing that i thought peyton manning was going to be an announcer so he just has that charisma and that character and and whatnot but yeah um i can see i could see somebody like drew Brees doing it and and i think if i had if you held a gun <laughs> to my head and i had to pick one right now i would probably lean towards cbs yeah um because they seem to always get the the former players like that like i mean asiason has been there for years i don't know if he still is or not but um you know he was always there and then of course Romo now and it just seems like they always have like the old the old players um Aikman of course is with Fox now but um it just seems like that's that's usually where those quarterbacks end up going but yeah um it, it, i would I would pick CBS right now if i had to pick one Word. Uh, i just feel like fox is kind of solidified in who they have and what they've got going but who knows? It could be any of them.
1: Yeah. I was just curious. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so this week we're going to do our offensive line. And um, what I posed to the guys, and to make it a little bit easier, because five guys um, is kind of tough to pick. Um, but what I what I posed was we'll do one tackle, one, one guard, and then a center. Um, so – Obviously we're not gonna we're not fielding a team here, but this will at least give us an idea. Um I think we'll have several different um, names thrown in the hat. So I will lead with Daniel if you'd like. Um so I gotta scroll and find Wayne's and figure all that out.
1: Okay, well, I mean I had four. Um obviously my center is Travis Frederick. And I'm so like I understand why he retired. Um, but I hate that that's the reason he retired. Like it, it, you just I mean you hate to see anybody get any kind of disease, especially something like that. Um but he came back for a year and then just he had to call it quits. Um but Travis Frederick's going to be my center like for sure. Um the other three for me like, because, you know <laughs> I don't follow the rules I was uh, gonna say you just
2: yeah, rules are made to be broken <laughs>
1: exactly, I gotta uh, Nate Newton, come on man, like love Nate Newton, um yep. then i'm I'm gonna have to go with Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, both like throw them in there, like i i can't i I I can't just leave one of those four out of it.
0: So you're going all basically new school other than Nate.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like a lot of it is because like, you know, I, Nate Newton, um, you know, he really stood out to me on the nineties team, but like, it's such a under, not, not underappreciated, um, the the line, the offensive line is not underappreciated in football, but it doesn't get the clout that it deserves. Um, Right. It's like, you know it's not this big name fancy like oh you're a you know linebacker you know you're not a you know defensive lineman wide receiver quarterback like you're the offensive lineman they don't get enough credit yeah um, so it's like, kind
0: of like if if things are going good um and if things are going really well on, on an offense um the offensive line isn't even noticed because yeah. it's all of the skill players who are getting the attention because they're making all the plays yeah but Really, the meat and the 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 true backbone of what's happening on the offense is happening on the offensive line mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. And for all you people out there that think that we should um, uh, trade away Ezekiel Elliott and sign Le'Veon <laughs> Bell because Zeke hasn't been performing up to his potential, like it's not Zeke. Look at our offensive line. Like we've got one, we've got what one starter on our offensive line is like. Like one, we're starting or, three rookies. Yeah, like we're. <laughs> it's not. It's it's a shit show up there. You know, it's, it's not. You can't expect them to create the holes that um, Frederick and Tyron Smith and Zach Martin and all them were creating for him back in 2016, because it's just not going to happen with the guys that we have up there right now. So cut them some. And not static. only that,
0: not only that, but like it's. Um, they haven't been running the ball nearly as much. You well, know, yeah, because we've been playing so much and we've been playing from behind, so yeah. it just hasn't been a need. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, too. it's silly. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so the I'll go into Wayne's picks. Um, he he picked um, you know Nate Newton, uh, all time great, another guy that you just you, you mentioned, but you just. I feel like you can't mention offensive line for Cowboys and not mention Nate Newton. Yeah. Um, Then he also has uh, Larry Allen. Okay. Of course, Larry Allen was, um, you know, another one of those players in the nineties that, you know, was, was very, a a fixture of the offensive line for a long time. Um, A a great player of his own right, um, finished his career in, in San Fran We'll forgive him for that. Um <laughs> but you know, just, just a great all around player. Um and he played several he played multiple positions on the on the offensive line, so he could have been a, a guard or a tackle on this line for him. So and then uh his other one was uh Mark Stepnoski. Uh, fun name to say. He is he but uh he is Wayne's choice for center. Um He was another one that played, I believe in, yeah, he was on the nineties teams as well. Just a stalwart offensive line back in the day that we had even, even at that time. Uh, And then he ended up, he, he played with us 89 through 94. Um, Then he went to Houston slash Tennessee Oilers for a few seasons and he finished his career 99, 2000 to 2001 uh, with Dallas. So, uh, but two-time Super Bowl champ and three-time All-Pro. He's a great offensive line. One guy that, I mean, actually, honestly, a guy that I had forgotten about. Uh, looking back at some of his pictures, I remember he had the long hair and stuff. Uh, and now that I see, looking back at the pictures of him, just, yeah, definitely, I remember him and, mm. and liking him back in the day. So um, so those are Wayne's picks. Um, he also gave honorable mention to Rayfield Wright, um but he never got to see him play, so I just wanted to throw his name in in the hat as well um one of those guys, like I said in the past that and and like you mentioned, we never really got to see these some of these guys play, so to really understand their greatness is hard um but he was he was a a stalwart offensive lineman um he was a tackle um Back in the day, so um, my line, similar, kind of a mix of both of your guys. So I chose Larry Allen as my tackle, um, just a great <laughs> freaking, <clears throat> just a machine. Nate Newton as my guard, and then I chose Travis Frederick as my center. I agree with you, man. Like he just, I wish he, his career could have lasted longer. I wish he could be centering us right now, so we, you know, had a little bit more of a veteran presence there. Uh,
1: yeah, as much as I love Joe Looney, like Joe Looney will probably n- never make it up to like <laughs> an all-time uh, Cowboys offensive lineman. I love Joe Looney's personality. I think he's a good center. Sucks that he's hurt now, um, but yeah, having Frederick there just makes all the difference in the world and you hate to see him not, not playing anymore.
0: I agree. Um, so I accidentally saved over. Oh, so that, that closes out our, uh, our all time list, but um, I was looking back to, um, you know, figure out what we're going to cover on our closing thoughts. And I realized that we didn't really go over what our predictions were last week and who won and all that good stuff. I don't think any of our bold predictions came true. I was close. Um,
1: I was close. You were
0: close. Um, Mine was uh, Zeke going over 200 yards all purpose, and I don't think I was anywhere close. Um, He had 91 yards on the ground, but only 14 yards in the air, so I wasn't close. And I don't remember what Wayne's was. Um, and yeah. I unfortunately saved over my notes <laughs> well, <laughs> by accident, so um, sorry, can't everybody. go back and look. So, <laughs> sorry about that, but I'm 99% certain none of us were right, yeah. Um, I, f- I forget on any of them. Too. I think his was something about the defense, uh, scoring a touchdown, maybe, or something like that.
1: Well, if it was um, defense scoring a touchdown, then he he definitely got it because we totally did.
0: It, yeah, I just don't remember what I, I don't. Yeah. I, I feel like it was. I think that, that. I
1: think it had something to do with interceptions. Either that or D. Law would get a sack, which he did. And, oh and,
0: no, it was um, it was uh, what's his name, um,
1: Diggs.
0: I always draw. Yeah, Diggs would get an interception. Ah, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, but he did not.
1: Yeah. It, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so you definitely won the score prediction. Though I think you were the closest overall.
1: So yeah, mine was what thirty four to
0: twenty seven. Thirty one, 31-27, Yeah. So yes. you were you were pretty close. Um, but yeah, so other than that, um, I'll do better next week. Saving our score predictions and goal <laughs> predictions. I won't save over. I'll save a new um, document so we can keep that and you can preview it.
1: Just throw them up in the Discord. And then that that's way they're just there. Just, just yeah, like, that's what I need to do. Even if you just copy and paste just the predictions, stuff that you definitely need, just right. throw it up there. And that way whenever we get people to join our Discord, come on yeah. over to our Discord, let me know if you got a Discord, and I'll invite you. Add me on Discord. I don't have my information right in front of me because my recording software is up. But...
0: You are the party blarter and your number 9258.
1: The party blarter? The
0: party blarter, B-L-A-R-T-E-R. Then number, sign, or pound, or hashtag for you t- millennials, <laughs> 9258.
1: Yes. So if you add me on um, Discord, I'll add you over if you want to we're going to try to build up the server I think um, because we can use as like a community base. We can talk football and
0: uh, yeah. And, and, and if that. you don't have discord, I think, you know, if you're into, um, if you're into social media or, or more of the instant um, chat and stuff like that to be able to um, interact with folks, uh, I, I really am starting to grow on discord. I, I I was skeptical about getting it to begin with but, um, because it seems like it's mostly just built for gaming, which a lot of it is. Um, gamers do use it a lot, but um, it's a really cool piece of software. We'd love to have you come join us. We have, we do have our, our discord um, channel and I can, or a server. We'd love to have you come join us, uh, join our conversations. We can chat. You guys can, um, uh, you know, throw your questions out there for us for our podcasts. Um, I am M T Shaw, S H A W the number three. Um, And then number sign seven, eight, seven, three. You can add me as well. And then we'll, one of us will get you into our uh, server so you can join our conversations. Um, And, and of course that'll, that's the way we record um, because we are all remote right now. Um, You know, the, if you'd ever like to join the show and actually be on and and be heard, um, you would need to have Discord in order to, or, in order to do that. So definitely consider getting a Discord account. It's, it's free. free.
1: It's free. It's free. It's free.
0: It's completely <laughs> free. Did we mention it's free? It's um, free. <laughs> and like I said, you can join our our conversations and we'll try to grow out our server. Uh, Your lovely brother Michael has graciously offered his assistance in helping us build it out some.
1: Yeah, he's good um, at, he, he's, because he's
0: got an outrageously built out server. Um, the average idiot uh, one to one. So he's, he's really good at what he does and he's offered to help us out. So mm-hmm. um, probably going to take him up on that offer and, and build our server so we can make it a little bit more um, uh, interactive and fun. For everyone. So definitely join us there. Uh, Of course, this is the other opportunity that I'm going to take to ask you guys to please like, subscribe, um, rate us on Apple podcasts, please Um, give us a review. We do read the reviews. Um, You know, we do go and look at those. So please definitely do that. Um, Let us know what you like. Let us know what you'd like to hear in the future. Um again reach out to us. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Discord. Um join us on Discord and you can get into the conversation way easier. Um let me follow up on the YouTube question. Are we on YouTube yet?
1: Um let me look. I honestly didn't check it. Uh, time I last looked, we
0: week. were still not so
1: weird. Um
0: Yeah. Great podcasting right here.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's still not posting. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> so uh, you can still download us on all the other ones. Um, who listens to have-
1: podcasts on YouTube anyway? Come on now.
0: Exactly. Uh, I said I was uh, going to get
1: them up there and I have failed to do so. That's on me. I'm sorry.
0: Well, hopefully eventually <laughs> we'll get up there, but um, regardless, you can follow us or, or subscribe to us on um, all of the major uh, podcast listening um, device or not devices, but podcast listening apps that you might use. Um, we are out there. Please join us. Please, Like I said, like rate us, um, give us five stars and tell your friends about us. We hope to you guys. We hope to have you guys join us again soon. Um, and let's go Cowboys. Let's get this victory against the Cardinals. All right. Good night, guys.